Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything that Wyatt says today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, the complaint department for Wyatt is the Facebook. What's wrong with you? Which is The Home Team 512. Uh, And don't forget... This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Yours. Yours. Not mine. Yours. Yours. Correct. Yes. When you said what's wrong with me, there's a lot because, you know. (laughs) Too too, too much for this hour, huh? Yeah. I am a, I am a, you know, I'm a closet Cowboys fan. Uh, You Uh, are a closet. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I grew up a Cowboys fan. You know, I enjoyed the 90s, suffered through everything pretty much since then. I 100% am a realistic Cowboys fan, and that's really hard to be because, you know, part of being a Cowboys fan is the unrealistic expectations. So I was a Cowboys fan growing up as well, yeah. um, but also in my family, we were not happy about Jerry Jones. So the 90s was kind of rough because we wanted him to fail. <laughs> right. We wanted him yeah. to fail miserably, and he didn't. No, he didn't. You know, he, he got lucky with the whole Herschel Walker trade. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you the Herschel Walker trade generally is what gave him all his top picks. But you can't say he got lucky. I no, mean, that, that, he well, brokered the deal. Well, but true, I, I'm with you. True, I'm with, I understand. True. I understand exactly your feelings and where you're going. So we we really didn't. I, I, in our family, I almost became a Houston Houston Oilers fan, which was also kind of blasphemy. But it was not a Jerry Jones option, yep. and uh, I did not want to see him win. Yep. But then towards the end of the night, so I didn't get to enjoy it. Right? Oh no, I enjoyed I, I, every I, second. But then, but then I started enjoying it towards yeah. the end. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm jumping. I can't. I can't. I like Emmett. I like Troy Aikman, I, even Michael Irving, even though he <laughs> yeah. was a troublemaker. When it comes to sports, I am a true American in that my memory and my uh, disdain is very short-lived. It's very short. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. and so um, when he, he came in and he fired Tom Landry, I'm like, you That was rough. You can't fire Tom you Landry. Say, hey, yeah, you t- just yeah. allow him to quit. Him to quit. You just can't, you know, but he came in and fired him, you know. You know he was a Sooner or a, a Razorback, right? I mean, I he, was a, he was a— an Arkansas Razorback, you know, Jerry Jones. Right? Yeah. I mean, so there's already reasons enough to dislike Was he? Him. I thought he was Oklahoma. No, no that, that was yeah. Switcher who, Switch, who, yeah. who he got. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, um, so you know, you, so you had that and then that whole deal. But then, like I said, then they went like, what, 1-15 and 15, and then 9-7, the and seven, and then they did their three out of five years or whatever. Yeah. So it was a great period. Right. Um, So I was, once they went 9-7, and seven, I was like, I'm back on board. You're, you're in? You're yeah, like, I'm in. This Jerry, this yeah. Jerry guy knows what he's doing? No, Jimmy knew what he was doing. Okay. Um, but he went up. He I was, up, I was he, for but Jimmy. But he even had a, a way of messing that up too, because yeah. he fired Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. And, so and so he ended up being an idiot anyway. You know. And then there's that. You know, you, as a leader in an industry, you take a lot of you know personality tests and stuff like that. And one of my greatest strengths and weaknesses is that I overbelieve in people. 
So I believe in in the people that that I that I hire and work with me so much that if they're not very good or in the right position, I will allow them to continue to, to go continue on. to go on longer than I should as a, as a as a manager. Okay. That's you know, but that also it it, it it people feel supported and stuff like that. So it's a big strength too, but it's it's a big weakness. And the, some come, people push through when uh, yeah, yeah. Some, you know you know one out of five you know become superstars because of my leadership style. The other four you know I let them I let you, them I let them you're, like, too long. you're like ah. but those one out of five it's become been fifteen superstars. years and you haven't done this. Yeah, yeah right. You know, it's kind of the same way with the Cowboys. You know, I just hung on and I hung on. And so finally, when they signed Tony Romo to that $100 million contract, when he was literally having his third, I mean, I think he was on the operating table for his third back surgery as he was inking that contract. <laughs> yeah. I was it. I just, I couldn't do it. Like, right? hey, man, I'm Jerry, like, come I'm on, like, buddy. you have ruined, you know, with today's caps salary and everything else, you have just, you've crippled this organization for five years. There's just no way around it. But you know what, though? I, honestly, what I think a big deal about it is, is the Cowboys still make money. Oh, that, if for some reason, of the, I it, told you. Yeah, well, no, yeah. no, it's it's just because they're one of the most popular teams. If they lose or win, they're they're number two in the world, second to Manchester United. Because, but if you took away that money, if you took that money away, I think they'd be a little bit more creative about winning some games. Yeah, just the, saying. The Cowboys are. They're not worried about losing money. Mm-mm. No, you know, and that's what I'm saying is that uh, you know, so, but it was it was just crippled because you can't you can only play with inside the salary cap. So all the money Jerry makes on the side. He only has X amount he can spend on his players. Sure. That's just that's just the way it is. And that's why teams like the Patriots and stuff have done so well, because they've learned how to separate the love for the player and the emotional attachment with a with a statistical number. This position is worth this. Right. Uh, you know, and so Jerry has he's done that. He's always done that. And he's never had a GM. He's done it himself. He's just done a horrible job, right? Just done a horrible job. And so then all of a sudden, Tony Romo comes back and he goes out in preseason and Dak Prescott has an amazing rookie year. Preseason, I went to the and he's I like to, fourth round. I went to two of those preseason games. Saw yeah. him play. He's like fourth round. So I'm like, this guy's. So I'm like, oh my god, you just got luckier than anything else. Because Dak wasn't the guy he wanted. No, he was trying to get up for Winch. I think. Yeah. I think, and he just couldn't get up high enough. So yeah. he, he just had to take Dak because they had to have a they backup. Have have a backup. Because and Dak ended yeah. up being good. And Dak ended up. But then you know they screwed that all up, and now they now he's a forty million dollar man. So again. The, you know, forty million a year, not forty million on a contract. I get it. I get so it. they've got a quarterback who's eight, who's eight and eight, perennial eight and eight. They're paying him forty million dollars a year. That's Jerry Jones. That's Jerry Jones. Yeah, but again, that's where I think you know because you have to think like McCombs or something like that. That actually increases their their bottom line outside of the sport. Yeah. right. They sell more jerseys. Yeah. Jerry Jones doesn't have to worry about that. Right. He always has money coming in. He's interesting. And if and if you took that money away, I think he would take a little bit more time about making these decisions. I think he would cut people quicker. But if you don't have to worry about money, if you're, a bear's not hungry, he's not going to eat. Right. 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 And so I, I don't think his 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 he, he can make those decisions because he's not going to lose money on it. If you, you make, know, if you're if you're going to make a decision and lose money, you, you tend to spend more time on it. Right. right. No, I, I yes, you, you would think. One hundred percent agree with that. He can make those decisions, and and it's really just a drop in the bucket because he's going to keep on making money. Yes. And the organization's going to keep being interesting. The the ratings are going to. He's going to have a, a voice in the owners' association. Right. Yeah. You know, and like I mean, here let's take this prime example. So. Dak, who missed eleven games last year, yeah. he was two and three, by the way, and those two were ma- were miraculous comebacks of like twenty points in the yeah. fourth quarter that right. the other team gave to him. He didn't earn, right? Um, you know, so that was his last year, right? So they gave him forty million in the off season. So he he missed eleven games, and now he's already had an MRI on his shoulder. He hasn't played in a preseason game yet, 
and they had one experienced backup, Garrett Gilbert, who did really well the one game he played. Um, they cut him, and they're going with Cooper Rush, and they pick up, uh, you Longhorn fans will remember, Will Greer. So that's their backups. So game four, the Cowboys are out. Yeah. I mean, when Dak goes down with his shoulder injury now or his ankle or whatever, the Cowboys are out of out, contention. Out of contention. Yeah. Out they, of contention. Yeah. They, you know, like a well organization like the Saints last year, yeah, it's, Drew it's, Brees went down for what six games? Yeah, and they still made the playoffs because they had a good because, because they, they had a good backup because they had a good backup. Yeah, and, you know, and that's the difference between a well-run organization and an organization that is just collecting money. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying. They 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 collect money. And they're not really worried about it, right? As you long know, as they make money. So if, if it's that good to be the king, it is good to be the king. I guess right. Yeah. You get you get fat and lo- and and win no uh, games whatsoever. So we have another bad year. Um, if you were put into the, the Cowboys organization, you think you could do a better job? I think my it's five-year-old son could do a better job. <laughs> you think so? I, I mean, uh, it's like, okay, this guy is not very good. Let's get rid of him. Yeah. I mean, you give him a year. How hard is that? That's a, says, hey, says, hey, the, you, says the Longhorns fan. Hey, you're Says eight, the Longhorns okay, no, fan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, you're that's, eight that's, and eight, Dak. Why don't you go win something this and coach then has we lost will a game. This coach you. has lost a game. Time to go. Yeah, I'm like, well, you, know, <laughs> you know. He lost one game and now I'm playing. Y'all yeah. keep him for about four or five years. Well, yeah, and if they don't win, they go home. And yeah, you've been just, listening to The Home Team with Troy and White. We hope you've enjoyed what you heard. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME and we'll see you in just a minute. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to Wyatt on the Facebook. The Facebook. Which is the Home Team 512. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. <clears throat> you know, Wyatt, it's uh, it's it's finally not unprecedented. 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 It's finally not unprecedented. Okay. And so Well, it's it's still we're still in unprecedented times. Right, but it's not but unprecedented. It's, okay, fair enough. Yes. Okay. And so um the market and it's funny, you know, um there's always buzzwords in right. in media. You know, that right. that the people Boom. people latch on. Unprecedented. Boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but just there's always buzzwords that, you know, Get, they get caught off. You know, it's like at some point, you know, it became a walk-off win instead of just a game-winning. You know what I'm just, yeah, And they right. became buzzwords and just right. and stuff like that. And so and the buzzword right now is stabilizing. Okay. So that's what they're calling the housing market. 
as in it's stabilizing. And you called it. Mm-hmm. You said you, you gave your analogy of a rocket going through. Uh, mm-hmm. That's where we're at. Yeah. Kind of going through the atmosphere. We're gonna get up and we're gonna we're gonna kind of orbit for a while. Yeah. And that's and it feels like that's where we're at. And um, then we're gonna make another little rise probably next year and going towards the moon. <clears throat> yeah. And then yeah. And you know. And so I added to I your. Did, did, did yeah. you see that? Yeah. Right. To the moon, Alice. To the moon, Alice. Ooh, I don't know in today's culture if we can say that. No, we can't. Sorry. It's uh, it's it's Alan. Yeah. To the moon, Alan. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. All right, go ahead. Move on. <laughs> so, um, I'm sorry. Now I'm stuck on. <laughs> it's all right. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Uh, so, you know, but that's where we're at is that <clears throat> in June, the days on market was 0.4, which is like seven days. In July, it's 0.9, which is like 20 days. Okay. Um, so that, whoa, my God, the market is, is slowed down three times. You know, it's three times slower. It's kind of, you know, well, no, we really want a, like a four-month inventory. <clears throat> that's kind of, that's what they classify as a healthy market between four and six months inventory. In Austin, we've been under two for years. So we, years. years so we feel three that at least, yeah. a healthy market is under two, but it's not. It's a, it is a, it's a very aggressive seller's market right now. And it's been one for a while. We used to hover around two months. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. nine, two, four, something like that. Well, we start getting like, man, can you believe it? It's one and a half months right now. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's, um, we're, we're going to be pushing back to that over the next 60 days. Okay. Um, and, 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 but the problem is, is that we've been running at such a breakneck pace that people in the industry have this feeling of doom and gloom, like, oh my God, it's slowing down. And I'm like, well, no, the, just the feeding frenzy's over. Right. That's in the feeding frenzy. If, if you understand feeding frenzies, there's short bursts. Right. <laughs> and you know, a, a year is a, is a short burst in the housing market and to have a year feeding frenzy is actually a pretty long time a long time. and um you know i mean well, we've had this particular feeding frenzy for about six months right well yeah i mean it, the, it, the craziness yeah, of yeah, over overpaying yeah. and all that kind of stuff yes you know and that was this year but yeah. it, it started you know this time last year is right. kind of when it started yeah, just, and it, it just it, and it just became and then like i said by like then all the february sharks, then all yeah. the sharks got to it <laughs> yeah it was on by february march it was the whole group it was, it was like, unprecedented it, yes it was and so, and the feeding frenzy's over, but you know that's normal. And so, and the, my biggest fear about that is that you've, we've talked about this many, many times: is that life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. <clears throat> Say that again without the. Uh, uh-huh. um, so, life is a self-fulfilling prophecy, and if you if realtors and stuff start telling people that the market's bad. When they talk to clients, they're going to tell people that the market's bad. The clients are going to feel that the market's bad. They're not going to get involved, and they're going to tell their friends. You think so? I mean, and yeah. So, it, it, I, you know, it's the hardest. It's like it's like a Cowboys fan. Perspective is very important in this world. Well, and I, and you've, we've also talked about this: is that a lot of people are going to compare it to two thousand eight, right? And and they're not. They're different animals. Yeah, there they're is totally different the, animals, yeah, and they're, so they're. You know, a lot of people are going, okay, wait, now I'm, I'm, I, want, I want it to drop more, and now the prices of the houses are going to yeah. drop, and then I'm going to go get a house. And yeah. that's not going to be the case this time. Yeah, and the thing is, is that what they need to understand is that in 2008, the reason why the houses got to that low is because nobody could buy them. Well, nobody... Oh, they got that low. Because everybody was out of work. Well, everybody was out of work. You know, just, uh, I mean, they, unemployment they were, was like thirteen. They were in foreclosure. <laughs> yeah, foreclosure. They were giving. They, you know, nobody they, could afford homes. Well, they they were giving you know waitresses five hundred thousand dollars houses they knew they couldn't afford. Right, but I'm just saying, yeah, but you know, nobody could. But as the market collapsed, people couldn't buy. Right. So here's the difference. Now, if that house is five hundred fifty, you can afford it. 
And if you're you're, you're waiting, there's people. So, there's people who can. Yeah, yeah. So when it drops to five forty five, somebody's gonna buy it. You're so, just looking at me like I could. I, yeah. I, and my I mean, answer is no, I can't. You know. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's funny. We 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 believe people can afford a lot more than typically they believe. Right. <laughs> right. No. No. You can. You can do it. Yeah. You can do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Your debt is fine. <laughs> According to our data, you can afford this. No. Um. You know, uh, which you guide them not to do things like that. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. You know, remember we are we have a lot of humor and truth here. Okay, too, so. that's true. Um, but that's the thing is that there, there's the economy's doing well. The people have the savings is the highest it's been in a long time. Um, the unfortunately the credit debt is 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 creeped back up there around seventeen thousand per family now. Um, but it's still not as high as it's ever been. I got zero debt. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. And, um, you know, so the market is, the, there's just, there's no chance for it to fall that far because as a house, if a house drops two to 3%, somebody's going to find it as a bargain and go buy it. Um, you know, and so, but I just see it's just saying these people we talked about, you know, I make fun of that, that lady on CNBC. She's, she's wrong more than an eighties weatherman, you know, but she keeps, she keeps, she keeps spouting. She gets paid. We were talking she, about but, that. But she keeps spouting. But if and you're convincing if, enough, people are going to listen. If you're convincing enough, you get paid. Yeah, like, and that's the new, that's the new trend. Yeah, I guess. And if you're, and it's like, like I saying, if life is a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you keep saying something's going to happen to enough people for enough time, it will eventually happen. Right. That's just the odds. <clears throat> yeah. And it's just, you know, and, and, you know, you can guide things, you know, we don't people don't understand the power of their subconscious and if they keep hearing oh, these bad good. things over and over they will make it happen yeah. you know self-sabotage I, I, you know, I believe in that in I both do. ways yeah and that, that's how the the power it, of positive thinking yes you know that's a great book by the way yeah. um but also you know think and grow rich is the first book that i understood at how important think and grow rich mm-hmm. okay is i'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out the okay. sub, sub, um, subliminal conscious you say that twice yeah that's subliminal? like subliminal subliminal yes the conscious how important it is and what it can do for you right but it, you know the, the the thing that people don't understand is that that subliminal consciousness it works both ways it has no moral compass right it doesn't know good or bad it doesn't know right or wrong it doesn't know rich or poor all it knows is what you're feeding it Oh, fair enough. Plain. So if you feed it poor uh, knowledge, it will it will spit out poor knowledge. Which wolf are you going to feed? Right. And I'm going to feed the one that's that's smart, happy, and healthy. Right. And wealthy. Right. That's like the, that's the one I feed. I like that. Uh, and, and, so, and hang out with people who do the same. Right. And that's the thing is that I listen hear, to people who do the same. Yes. Yeah. And I hear these people talking about this is that it's not. This is this is a stable. It truly is a stabilizing market. We've called it. We've expected it. There is no bubble. And I'm going to give you the stats as to why there's no bubble. But, but real quick, it's not always positive, though, too. There are negatives, right? Yeah. And well, yeah. What's some of the negative things in the market right now, then? Well, the negative things in the market right now is that the... The, the prices have gone The prices up. have gone way up. The, you know, You're going to have you to have, save some more money for down payment and things like that. You have effectively priced out all the kids that grew up in Austin. And the musicians and the workers and a bunch of other people. You know... I've been doing loans a long time. I hadn't done very many musician loans. But oh, I'm saying, used they've to, never, but they've never Austin, really bought a home. But, but they've Austin, rented. <laughs> what, what made us the the music capital of the world was because you could get a flat downtown yeah. for 150 bucks and put you and your your bandmates in there and, right. and survive. You you can't find those anymore. Right. No. You know. So you know what has made Austin has changed um, because people have come in and they brought their own piece of them with them. And, and you know, like the the car show that comes down there off of a uh, Cesar Chavez every Sunday since oh, the yeah. '90s. Well, they built a highfalutin con- uh, condo complex across the street. Now they're trying to shut down this car because of the thing. noise. Yeah, because of the noise on Saturday, and um, they're scared. And I'm like, this thing's been here since the '90s well, that I know of. The, and then the three and years I, ago that got me was um, they wanted to do away with barbecue joints. 
because <laughs> of the smoke that was coming out of them and that they thought it was uh so they wanted to make each one of these barbecue joints had this like one hundred seventy-five thousand yeah. dollar damper yeah. and we're like yeah. come on or the best part is they move downtown and then complain about the music the, the music you know and those but that's just what happens so, sure. so and that's as, life yeah and it, it grows so that's one of the definitely the downsides of this but sure. like i said the positive of, the, of this is that we're not we're nowhere near the top the market is nowhere near a bubble because there are only there are less than two million homes available in the entire country. Okay, when we had our bubble, there was there was almost four million. So there's twice as many homes available. There are ten million first time home buyers coming of age each year. Ten million for the next four years. So we have a, a, a so we've a, got a bigger market there. <laughs> yes, so we're so we're not we're used ex- to that part. No, we're expanding. The millennial generation is all they they they're, they're making money earlier too. They're huh? making money earlier. They're buying a little later, so that's kind of why it's now. But it's the next few years. There's going to be about forty million first time home buyers coming into the market, and we only got two million houses. So <clears throat> you know, and pe- you know what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that um, that makes sense. The housing industry, the qualifications are based off of real, actual information. The underwriting has not been loosened at all to the point to where it is not good so i need to build my own house it sounds like yeah by dirt by dirt yeah, yeah. <laughs> by yeah. Dirt. you know it's funny i always say they're not making any more dirt and then somebody goes well they make more dirt in hawaii every day don't like, they though I'm yeah like, this is, well, i guess they are a, making more dirt bit. that's good <laughs> yeah right god god is amazing but um the thing is is is, is right now though the back to the positive what you were saying is that that the market's not going to drop mm. prices are not going to drop that sounds like a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. It means that when you purchase right now, next year your house will be worth more. It's yeah. not going to be worth less. Yeah, you know, it's not going to be worth 19% more. Right, like, like or 40-something. <laughs> it ends up being... 45% was the, the growth over the last two years in Austin. Yeah, 45%. Hey, not even two years, like 20 months. It's not, you know, but it's still going to be worth three to five. Right. You know, it's still a good, inve- a normal good investment. <laughs> yeah. Above normal yeah. good investment. Yes. Yeah. Three to five percent appreciation every year is a very, is a very normal, healthy market. You know, and honestly, with our housing inventory being below two months, it's going to probably be more like five to nine percent appreciation just because of the shortage, the supply and demand market. Um, but, you know, the, the, the supply is just too small right now to, to offset the demand. Um, so it's going to be a great market. But, you know, you have to, you just have to be smart. Right. You know, staying out of the feeding frenzy and, you know, and getting into the housing market now is a good idea because, you know, now you can have the title policy paid and just little things like Take that. Take your time. Right. Yeah. If you have any questions about that, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. And you've been listening to uh, The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. And my number is 855-299-HOME. And we will see you in just a minute. The news cycle changes often. Turn us on throughout the day to keep up. They keep me connected. You're on Austin's Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say or do today, please reach out to me at loans from troy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME and as always this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream your American dream do you like that dramatic pause I did it was that was an EIB thing I oh, you know, yeah. in my younger days you e- know, EIB yeah I'm what's, not yeah. I just, you get, yeah. EIB I don't yeah. know what that is excellence in broadcasting okay yeah. I like that I like yeah. that <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Get make them want more, right? Make them want more. <laughs> I like it. All right, so uh, we're we're gonna talk a little bit about money, I guess. Yeah, you know, um, we've had this discussion many, many, many times, and um, crack me up. I, uh, you know, growing up, I believe most of America's problems can be fixed in the home. I believe that, you know, oh, for sure. not today, you know, but let's just, we raise our children right to do the right things for the right things and teach them how to be functioning adults in the home. Above right and wrong. Yeah. Next, that means the next generation will be doing things better than us, right? That's the hope. You know, one of the biggest things is that, you know, how to handle money. My parents never taught me how to handle money. I had to learn myself. Um, I had to read books. I had to make stupid mistakes. I had to lose money. And you always say your you parents know, didn't, but a lot of parents didn't back then. Right. And they what they didn't know either, you know? Yeah. Um, and honestly, you know, my parents- You worked hard. They you, taught you how to work hard. Yeah, work hard. Yeah. You know? And you'll take, get what you yeah, want eventually. Yeah, and you'll get a retirement plan and you'll retire and, and be, yeah. have a good life. That right. was, it was work hard. That, that's, that, that it was, was be nice and work sure. hard. That was pretty much all my parents knew to teach me. Right. You know, but but money also changed in the seventies. You know, with the invention of the credit card, and and you know, in the eighties, the mortgage-backed security came, and things like that. So money is different now sure. than when I was a kid. And how to access it and watch mm-hmm. it has changed as well. Yes. You don't have to go into the bank and say, "Hey, what's my deposit?" You can look up online. Absolutely, and you know, and it's funny is that you know because I'm in the mortgage industry, you know, Humda is one of the things that uh, we have to turn over a lot of data, and so they, you know, there's a lot of things about you know the minorities not. To, their credit scores and things like that are different than non-minorities and all that sort of stuff. This data is all there. And, you know, one of the things, and that's one of the things is that if you don't, if your parents didn't know how to teach you and you couldn't find the resources to teach yourself, you're not going to be able to teach your kids. Right. You know, and so there's this, it's a very simple concept. Rick Ruby, um, the core uh, coaching he does core? Yeah, he does the core coaching. He is core coaching. Uh, he has what is called a wealth accumulator, okay? Um, and it's very similar to Rick Ruby, or not Rick Ruby, I'm sorry, Dave Ramsey's thing and stuff like that. So it's very similar. The concepts are similar. But Rick believes in the first thing you do is that you purchase a home, okay? Anyway, anyhow, no matter what, you purchase a home. Um, you know, the more home you can afford, the better. Because homes appreciate based off of a percentage, right? right. And, and a 5% growth off of a $200,000 house is $10,000, right? 5% growth off of a $400,000 house is $20,000. So you made more money right. on your higher-owned home. So he believes that's the most important thing. Get, get, get a home as soon as you can. Start that equity clock, things like that. Start the pay down, all that sort of stuff. The second step is that you have to save enough money to pay your bills if you lost your job or whatever, okay? So Ruby does this as well. Yes. So you have to, you know, do a budget, a monthly budget, figure out what your survival number is, is what he calls it. Um, He calls it, this is what it takes for me to survive this month. So you create your, and you figure out what your survival number is. And whatever that is, that's, you know, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, whatever that number is, you then save three times that, okay? Okay. And you don't do anything else until you've saved that number, right? So you don't overpay a credit card or a car payment or, you know, you don't, you know, you don't, you should, in my opinion, you know, you shouldn't even be going out to have dinner. You know, you should be, every penny is saved until you have that number. So let's just say it's 3000 okay. right? 
You, it takes you three thousand. You get twelve hundred dollar house payment. You know, six hundred dollar car payment. You know, twelve hundred dollars worth of credit cards and electricity and food and stuff like that. Okay, um, so that's three thousand dollars. So once you have nine thousand dollars in your savings account, okay, okay, it's kicked off to the side. You don't mess with it. That it becomes your your survival number. That's your survival kit. Okay, All right. Then at that point, then you start paying off your debt, right? And the reason why it is so important to have the savings first is because if you go in to start paying off your debt, right? Let's just say you didn't have any savings and you just start dumping all your money towards your credit card, right? Right. Well, inevitably, you're going to blow out a tire, you know, hot water heater's going to break, right. something. You're sure, going to have an unexpected sure. expense. Well, what do you got to do? You don't have any savings. You have to use a credit card. You got to use a credit card. So you just spent four months paying off and then you just added Everything that you which adds, which is more expensive than going to your survival kit. Yeah, and it's also demoralizing because if you spent six months knocking this credit card down and you spent one day putting it back where you thought, how is that going to make you feel? Sure, right. So this has a lot to do with feelings. So you know, makes sense. No, it makes complete sense. Yeah. So you you continue on that. You reach over into your for whatever the emergency. It's not worth the risk of trying to throw it towards the credit cards. Then say because. Inevitably, life happens. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't just we yeah. don't decide when that that tire is going to blow. We yeah. don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. It's it's going to happen. You can yeah. guarantee yeah. that. And that's just and it happens for everybody. Yeah. The reason why the it makes complete sense. And you have to put it on a credit card, yeah. and that would it would now you put I yourself spent that feeling six months that would be demoralizing <laughs> to to refill that back up. And you're like, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. You're like, and then that becomes that self fulfilling prophecy. Sure. I can never get ahead. Right. You know, every time I get break that, break the chain. Yes. Yeah, I like and it. So that and so it, it paying off debt is. Is, is way more in a mental exercise than it is a physical exercise of, of endurance. Sure. No, spending is a yes. very mental thing, yes. and especially when you're overspending or not, and aren't watching your stuff and, and these comforts you buy yourself. Yeah, um, yeah it's very emotional. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing, too. People, you know, people never start with a budget. You know, it's, and they, they never start with a budget. They, you know, I asked the first time whenever somebody comes to me, how do you, how do you have these nice things? And I said, well, I've saved so long. I've been, I've been scrimping for so long. This is just, this now comes amount of discretionary income. And then they're like, well, what do I need to do? Well, how much do you spend a month? What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, you get paid. Okay. How much of that? get spent oh i don't know most of it <laughs> all right so the, i mean that's these are yeah, the, these you, you are can, actual conversations i've had with people you can be want. check to check if, if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year or fifty thousand yeah. dollars a year you can still be check to check if you don't change these emotional spending habits absolutely and you know and so the, you know it's got to start with the budget got to start with the three month savings then at that point you want to start paying off all your unsecured debt okay the last thing the last two things you pay off are your car and your house right um, and the trick to paying that up now, Dave Ramsey, in my opinion, has the trick and he calls it the snowball effect. You start with the lowest balance first. And it's so funny because I remember listening to him and then he goes, well, you know, and the, he goes, the response I always get is, well, this one has a higher interest rate and, you know, so shouldn't I pay that one off first? And, you know, his immediate response was, you know, if we were doing things off of a logical mathematical way, you wouldn't be in this situation. Right. So, you know, and it's, and it's so funny because I'm like, hey, so I do that. And they're like, well, and then half the time people are like, well, this one, the interest rate. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Right. We want to keep, you want to keep, like I said, it's a mental exercise. Right. And you want to keep engaged. Right. Sure, sure. So if you have a thousand dollar credit card, a three thousand dollar one and an eight thousand dollar one, you're going to be able to pay off a thousand one relatively quickly. 
Yeah. Right? With this year. Sure. Right? But that $8,000 one, it may take you three or four years to right. pay that off, right? Right. So do you think that 99% of the people engaged in this process can stay engaged with no results for three years? No. Right. Most people can't go. Can't it's like working out. Right. Most people give up at three weeks because they haven't seen the big biceps like Arnold Schwarzenegger on right. uh, Mr. Yeah. Universe. You know? Yeah, yeah. I have, I've been eating right. I've been working yeah. out. And yeah. Hey, I don't see been, my six-pack yet. Yeah, I've been yeah. here three days a week for a month and nothing. So do some instant gratification. Yes, and you can do that by you attack the, the smallest debt first. And then you get that feeling. You do get that feeling like, whoa, yeah. that feels good. Give yourself a treat. I don't have, you know, yeah. nice dinner out, night at the movies. Not on a credit card. Right. Not on a credit card. <laughs> well, Use that debit card. Right. Well, the thing is, is that the money that you were using to attack that credit card, let's yeah. say, you know, you, you, you allocated 200, you can take that $200 and instead of paying off next month's debt, use that for yeah. a treat, right? We're going, out, we're going out, hey, you know what, uh, to your girlfriend, wife, whomever it might be, boyfriend, husband, um, you know what? We're gonna go out to eat. I've made you suffer for three months. Let's yeah. go out to eat. Yeah, you know, and because it's a a lot of times it's two people involved. It's not just one person. Celebrate those wins with your family. I like right? it. You know, and there's part of you as a parent that you don't want your child to know that you're in this debt. You right? There's just part of you. You don't want to show any weakness or bad decisions to your child. Right. In my opinion, if you're in this situation, it is your responsibility to show them. to show this to the child, the so that you moment. teach you teach your child that you've you've done something wrong and that you now have to work hard to get out of it. Okay. Right. And so I believe you should involve involve the entire family. So this becomes a win for the family. All right? right. And a goal. Hey, when we pay off all these credit cards, we're gonna go to. We're gonna go to wherever it is, Cozumel for the weekend. You know that's not a expensive. Cozumel. I'm just you know for two hundred dollars. I guess now these. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. I'm just yeah. But so you know, and it's called the snowball effect. You start with the smallest one. So let's just give an example. You have a one thousand, three thousand, and eight thousand dollar credit card, right? So that's twelve thousand dollars worth of debt. And let's say that you know your eight thousand dollar credit card is hundred and fifty dollars a month. Your three thousand dollar credit card is, you know, seventy five dollars a month, and your your thousand dollar credit card is twenty five a month, right? So that's two hundred and fifty dollars that you're applying towards your debt. Okay. Okay. Now you now have an additional, and you're you have decided you can put two hundred more dollars in. So you're putting four fifty towards your debt, right? Okay. But you're attacking the little one. Okay. So you're paying your twenty five minimum plus the two hundred, right? So you're paying two twenty five towards the little one. Okay. Theoretically, it's five months, right? We're just gonna say twenty-five dollars a month in interest. Yeah. So it's a thousand dollars you owe. In five months, you've paid that off. You're paying two twenty-five. Right? right now, that debt's gone. You slide it over to the side. Do you it's cut gone. that credit card up. Yes, keep it open, but don't, but don't ever use it again. Put it in an ice block. And yeah. throw it in, just in the freezer. cut it up. Throw it in the you trash. See do that? Yeah. They'll freeze it yeah. in an ice block if yeah. you know for an emergency. You yeah. got some serious control <laughs> issues if that's your savior. <laughs> just so you know. Um, so then, right now, your yeah. your next credit card that you pay seventy five dollars a month. Now you have that two hundred that you put sure. the twenty five from the first and the seventy five. So now you're paying three hundred dollars a month. Like it? Theoretically, let's just say eleven months. Okay. Right. You've paid it off in eleven months. Now you take that three hundred dollars and you're putting one hundred fifty over there. Now you're paying four hundred and fifty towards the eight thousand dollar credit. And you're card. obviously not using any you of these have, credit cards during this process. Correct. You and now you haven't increased your expense at all throughout this process. You just you've just applied put, it. But you've also put your Safety net aside too, so yes. that if you have to do something. Yeah, so you've snowballed, so that last one you pay off really well. If you have any questions about this, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com because you've been listening to Troy and Wyatt with the home team. Uh, you can also reach me on my number, which is 855-299-HOME, and we will see you in just a minute. 
Boston's Talk, 1370. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you're about to hear, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, Wyatt, it's... What's uh, up? It's, it's, um, you don't like this section at all. Don't even try this it. Is, this is the greatest day in the world. In the world? Yes. In the world. The world. The, the, it is It is the start of the college foosball season. You have dove season starting. I mean, this yeah. is like the best time of year. Oh, yeah. 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 This is the greatest day in the world. I mean, they had some stuff last time, last week, which was fun. But, you know, it's a couple games. And, you know, who, who you know, the fight in Illinois, or I don't, I don't know who they are. Um, they beat up on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Just so you know, Nebraska they're in trouble. They ain't got a quarterback. No. No. And so, but today is the great day. So uh, the University of Texas, in typical fashion, starts out with a, a pretty solid opponent, top 25, you know, Louisiana. And honestly, in my opinion, these are some athletic, um, talented kids. Uh, they have a wide receiver, a couple DBs, the quarterbacks for real, the running backs for real. Um, you know, the skill positions are really good. Um, and, uh, you, know, you know, we have no idea what Texas is going to be. I mean, none. It's, I, I mean, it's it's gonna be a tough one, yeah. and, and I, I think they have better talent than Louisiana. <clears throat> I do. I think they they. But them with their new team, you know, new coach. It's it's. We'll see. Yeah, one of the you know somebody told me, and I'm not sure I agree with this. Somebody told me though that you know the t- Louisiana their team is just as talented as as a lot. They have the talent. Just a lot of them couldn't get into you know tougher schools and things like that. Um, uh, which I don't know if that's true or not, but. Either way, that means there's a lot of respect. They're off for of a, the, and for they're the, off of a ten and one season, so yeah. I mean, they're not they're for, not a bad team. For the no. Jimmys and the Joes on that team, there's a lot of respect for this football team. So um, it's it's you know I mean it's a far cry from what the Aggies are you know they're playing Kent High today. So um, you know it's a far cry. It shows you the separation of the two programs already. Oh my lord! One of them plays you, a, one of them plays an unconference silly, silly team, man. and the other one doesn't. Uh, well, you better watch out because I, the thing is, is the, the, we will the, never. The raging Cajuns are not a, a, an easy team, so oh, no. yeah, no, it no. would it'd really be tough if, if Longhorns yeah. take a, a loss the first game of the and, year. And you know, honestly, I'm going. I don't see it happening. I don't see. I, I will, but I I don't see it happening. But if it happens, it's not going to be bone crushing to me. No, why no. is that? Because this is a solid team, and we have zero idea what to expect. Every once in a while, you need to be punched in the mouth to get it, to get it right. Yeah, you have no idea. Then the coach I mean, goes, <laughs> then the coach can come back and say, "See what I was telling you." Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, you have no idea. No good story starts, you know, perfectly, right? Yeah, and um, <clears throat> so we'll see. I, you know, there's a lot of faith in Coach Sark. A lot of faith. A lot of um, uh, undo. A lot of just blind faith. A lot of religious faith in Coach Sark because, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> he he's he had a a better than average coaching career, but it it ended up horrible. And Something a lot about of him things. feels right. It does. Yeah. Something about him yes. feels right. Yes. The other and coaches so, didn't feel right. Yeah. Strong when they did. They did. All those seem like knee jerk reactions to me. Yeah. This one seems like they they put some research. They got lucky. The guy was available. This one seems like he's going to be. I'm I'm thinking that Bijan's going to come out and kill it. Yeah. 
And I think they're going to put a lot on his back on this game. I think I think I think he's five R now. I don't think he's Bijan anymore. Oh, is he not? Yeah, he's got his own clothing line. Oh, five R, five R. Yeah, so five well, and an R looks like an S. It's pretty cool. That's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, I think I think they're going to go. What Texas does best is they're going to rely on their their talent. And they're going to push through, mm-hmm. even if they're not cohesive as a team. I think they win it. I think yeah. they win it by um, ten points. Yeah, I, I I think you're right on. I mean, I'm gonna go. I think they, the, the I line think, is I think it's gonna be hard-nosed Texas football, yeah. and they're gonna shove. They, they might go down in the first half. Yeah. They're gonna come back and yeah. win it. I think. I think um, right now that Coach Stark has a has 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 a pretty simple plan. When things don't work, just find Bijan in space. Why not? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's, the dude's a beast. It's third and seventeen. Get Bijan in space. The it's dude's second a beast. and three. Get Bijan in space. Whenever the things stall down, they could just get Bijan in space because right. we've seen what that kid can do. It's like with a Ricky space. Williams. It's like you know, it's 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 it's, 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 it's all the stars have been on Texas. Yeah, it's it's going to come down. This was going to show it, right? I, I, and I think he has I, yeah. it. I, I do too. I mean, I'm, ex- after what, like I'm excited I said, to see him this yeah. year. I, I'm excited to see him with a with a, a quarterback who can throw the ball around too. So hopefully, he made the right pick on that. Yeah, you know, and um, I got to admit, I was I was very surprised that um, Casey didn't win it out. Uh, Were you really? I really was. Uh, I, I just like I said, that kid, that kid he threw nine thousand yards in high school. He looked great, and I mean, Casey you know, Thompson, he didn't make it. Huh? You know, he didn't. You know, card. I'm very surprised. I'd picked Casey. You know, from things I was hearing, things I was seeing, stuff like that. Card now after the first scrimmage. Basically, it appears that Card stepped up and Casey didn't, and that's kind of the difference. And um, but you know what, live games are a lot different. Yeah. So yeah. so you might still see a change yeah. in it because because we saw Thompson in a live game. Yeah. And, and and live game and scrimmage are total different things. That's that's when adrenaline's pumping in and natural you know fight or flight comes in. And I don't know. I think yeah. Thompson might still get the job. Yeah. I mean, James Brown was the epitome James of a, of lights on kind of guy. Yeah. He was a terrible practice quarterback. Really terrible. And then Some he got that way. he got thrown into it, and all of a sudden he never gave it up because the coach was like, "You can play that good when the lights are on," and he became known as you know the lights on guy. And, lights on guy. Um, you know maybe Casey Thompson's this way. Maybe, I, yeah. maybe the lights have to be on for him to shine. I don't know. Some people don't fight unless they're getting challenged. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's sad for him because you know pra- you know football the way it is is geared is that practices. Some is, people run on adrenaline yeah. though, man. Yeah, some no. people that's just their personality. That's yeah. it's their fight or flight. It's just a little bit yeah. different from the other person. Yeah. So all right, let's just run through it real quick for the year. Okay, who wins the SEC? Oh man. <sighs> You know, Alabama. I was trying to think of other ways where I couldn't do it, but it's Alabama. Who, who wins the ACC? Uh, that's a tough one. Clemson um, or Notre Dame or Miami? It's Clemson. Clemson? Yeah. Okay. yeah. They, true they, they, true they freshman good, Clemson? They got good coaching, man. Yeah. I, it's hard to – It's <clears throat> when you have good coaching like they do I, – I, I don't know. Notre Dame's, Notre Dame's doing pretty good, though. Miami's so, got actually, that court. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say Notre Dame, actually. Actually, yeah. yeah I mean, Notre, Dame, yeah. Notre Dame still is. This is the they're first keeping, year. They're keeping most of their, their, goods, their the, good What about players? Mac Brown? Oh, Mr. Mac Brown. Now, I'm going to pull a hat and say Mac Brown wins it. Do you think I so? I think Carolina. I think it's their year. Quarterback's in great shape. I, and he's, he, got a, he's got a stacked, stacked stack. He's got a good coaching team, a good coach. So I think I think I think they make the 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 ACC championship game. Okay. I'm going to call that one. All right. Pac-12. I don't know. That I don't Everybody know. thinks it's Oregon. Yeah. So, what? Who do you think? You know, I, I, there's nothing interesting in the Pac-12 to me. That's what. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you asked me. I was like, oh, I don't know you know, you, let's that. go with UCLA. I'm going to go out there and say Chip Kelly's finally found his his team. Uh, I mean, they put a beat down on Hawaii. 
uh, in opening weekend, zero but, week. But Hawaii really <laughs> right. But still, it's a beat. It's still a Division One team that yeah. has that has the money to pay players to to. So, so to are the team fly. that the Aggies playing that this. You know, come on, Kent. Yeah, Kent yeah, High. It's not a Division yeah, One yeah, team. They are. No, they are. <laughs> Um, you know, but they put a beat down on them. Um, so all right, so let, let me let me go ahead and reverse this back on you then. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 does Texas uh, Longhorns finish in the year? Ooh, they're what, definitely what's their ranking? Definitely top ten, top ten, top ten. And then whether they make top five or not is whether or not they win the Big Twelve championship. So game. do they beat the Aggies in ranking this year? Oh yeah, you think so? Oh yeah, because the Aggies are always a one hit wonder. Okay, uh, okay. I mean, I mean, and I'm not saying that to be. To be a Longhorn, even though I am one. Okay. I mean, go back sure. over the last 30 years, and when have they had a consecutive run? But let me ask you this. How long? How, even when with, was the last time that the Longhorns had such a consecutive loss streak as they did this last 10 years? So that was abnormal. Why can't it be abnormal for the Aggies right. as well? But, just saying. But, just saying. Know, yeah. If you're going to go to history. I mean, because I'm just saying. If you're going to go to history. Right, because, I mean, you had the last great team you had was Johnny Manziel. Y'all went 10-2. and two, And then the next year you went 8-4. and four. You went right back to who you were. And you've never, you know what I'm saying? Well, so, we'll and see. then before that, you had. I think Aggie. I, I think, think we go back finished, to the I think, '90s. I think Aggies, Sir Parker. I think Aggies finished eighth. Eighth, eighth? Mm-hmm. top ten. Oh no, mm-hmm. that's yeah. Why eighth? That's just I an just, odd number. Because so let's just say top ten. No, uh, well, they're the top ten, but yeah. I, I think not top five. Not not top five. No, unfortunately not. I think I think the uh, who else gets them? <sighs> Unfortunately, I I don't know. That's a, I, I think there, there's there's another one out Louisiana. I mean, always LSU is always a tough yeah. one at LSU. At LSU, last game of the year. Last game of the year. That's a tough one. Always LSU yeah. had didn't have a great year last year. They they've been building back up. Um, so the here's the I see the three losses is Alabama, uh, Florida, and LSU. No, no, they're gonna beat Florida. They're going to Florida this year. I think they still beat Florida. Honestly, I mean that's the three. I, that's the three I see. I, I think they're a two lost team this year. Yeah, I, you know Texas is it's Iowa State, Oklahoma. They, they, they're they're dealing with a new quarterback as yeah. well. And if this quarterback comes back and it, and kills it, who knows? We might have next Johnny Manziel. Right? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. No. I well, hopefully who knows? not. Who knows? <laughs> well, not that guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Hopefully not. Hopefully you have, you know, uh, who is that? Colt McCoy and his brother. It's it, but on the on the other side of the spectrum of being nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, you know, so yeah, I mean, you know, for Texas, I, you know, it's Iowa State, it's uh, Oklahoma, and you know, it's TCU. I mean, those are the three teams we can't seem to beat right now. I mean, we just can't. Oklahoma, you think you, you think you have Oklahoma this year? You know, if you um, get the quarter, if, if Texas, I always say you. I actually am a Longhorn fan. But, but here, Oklahoma, they have two scholarship running backs. Yeah, two. So if. We don't have to promote or put any extra effort in the run game, and we can really concentrate on the pass game and then just keep the run game bottled up. I, I like our chances. Yeah. Now that's five games in. I, you know, we're gonna know we're gonna know a lot more about it, us and them. Those two scholarships may be the greatest two running backs that Oklahoma's ever had. Who knows? You know, I mean, they got that kid from he transferred in and then he transferred right back. Right. Out. Yeah, you're right. You know, so. Um, you know, if the if he if if they pick the right quarterback for Longhorns, I think they they beat Oklahoma. Yeah, you know I think they have a great year. You know, Texas is Texas has not had a a good run against them. The talent is so yeah. stacked on the Longhorns this year. Yeah, and you know, coaching is good, space is good. You know, I I, I do feel that our quarterback play is the reason why we've lost two of the last three. Um, and as much as I love Sam, Sam could not 
he he just he just either had it or he didn't, and he just didn't have it last year. Right. And that's all it was. No deep hey, ball. Yeah. You've been listening to the home team with Troy and White. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And remember, this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And we will see you all next week. Oh, good morning.